ignition sequence start. Three, two, one. Lock and load. It's time for the gun rack with your hosts, Joey and Drew. Hello and welcome to the gun rack, Sonoran Desert Institute School of Firearms Technology's official podcast. I'm Josiah Upper. Folks call me Joey, and with me we have one Drew Poplin. Yay! We have Drew, and uh, we have a great show for you guys today. We are going to be drafting a handgun, a shotgun, and a rifle, each of us. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. But before we do that, we are going to get into the clues of the day. Name that firearm because Drew Poplin is on the clues. Drew's clues. What do we got? All right. So I hope you were feeling lucky last week punks because the answer is the smith and wesson model 29 44 magnum uh was the dirty hairy gun this week your clues we're also talking about another revolver clue number one this is a five shot revolver clue number two this was originally designed to shoot shot shells but its rifled barrel qualifies it as a regular handgun excepting california clue number three there are three different barrel lengths. There's a 3-inch, there's a 4-inch, and a 6.5. And number four, this is a chambered for 410 bore shot shells and the 45 Colt cartridge. Think you know? Let us know. So here we go. Here is what we are planning on doing. We are going mm. to do a the official gun rack draft of 2022 dude i love i love draft season so much draft season is amazing and uh this this is happening around april because this is when football drafts Mm -hmm. but we also recognize the nfl is not for everyone so if you're not a football person or you're not an nfl fan pretend that it is your sport of choice pretend it's the nba draft pretend it's the mlb draft we don't care. It's just a draft. We just didn't want you thinking it was the military draft. It's not. It's you're not going anywhere. <laughs> is the point? But the uh, the idea is fun, so we're rolling with it. Mm-hmm. Um, as inevitable as spring allergies, here comes the Gunrex inaugural. 2022 draft now what are the rules for this thing (laughs) all right so basically uh rule number one this will be a snake styled selection for each round uh so there's four rounds there's the handgun round there's the rifle round there's the shotgun round and there's a wild card round wild card yeah we'll get to the wild card here in a second but pretty much um me and joey will figure out a way to determine who picks first for category number one and so for example if joey picks first uh for handguns then for the next category i'd be picking first there is a two minute timer for each pick so you have two minutes to decide what your firearm of choice is interesting and explain it to the audience um yeah you could you could i think um as far as explanation goes that can go over the time i'm thinking you know two minutes you gotta make up your mind okay fair enough Get ready for a lot of dead space, people. Ooh. Rule number three, uh, you're, you have a budget. 
You have a budget of $3,000. This is news to me. Yes. Uh, well, we have them in the show notes, so. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is a bad time to unleash that I didn't read the show notes. <laughs> so oh, no. There's a $3,000 budget, and we're going off of MSRP. So we're not talking Palmetto State prices. Um, Unless it's a Palmetto nice State as, rifle. Yeah, as nice as Palmetto State prices are so no special deals here no special deals no rebates no coupons we're doing msrp strictly that makes this a lot harder to mm-hmm. uh, so rule number four we're going to pick a random place in the world and say that's where the firearms are having to perform uh Ooh. yeah to do that we have basically a coordinates generator a random coordinates generator that we will be using and as long as it's not really in the middle of the sea, uh, we'll run with that. Uh, rule number five is um, we don't have to worry about ammo as far as the money goes. Capacity is a factor, though. Um, you know, how much ammo could you realistically carry? That's fair. And uh, number six, wild cards is basically just whatever kind of firearm or weapon you'd like. Um just as long as it stays within your budget. Very well. This is going to be a lot of fun. And I very much wish I had read the show notes beforehand so I was even <laughs> vaguely prepared. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Let's do this. Uh, so we have a very complicated uh, process for you to determine who's going to pick first. Pretty much this complicated process is a matter of asking Joey heads or tails tails always tails it was heads you expletive deleted (laughs) so um i'll be going first in that case okay all right so before we start before we make the first pick we have to decide our location Ooh, yes 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 all right random coordinate generator has us at latitude negative 9.63 and longitude 147. Uh, we are pretty much in Papua New Guinea. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why? We are in the jungle. So, with that in mind, my first pick will start the timer now. Uh, so, that's running. Uh, so, if we're in the jungle, pretty much there's a couple factors uh, that are in play. One, you got to deal with the humidity. Um, and you got to deal with, you know, just sort of the environmental factors that would be in a jungle. So I'm going to be looking for firearms, um, that are relatively easy to disassemble for cleaning purposes. If I'm going to have four of them, I want stuff that isn't going to weigh me down too much. I want firearms that are reliable and, um, are okay to get a little dirty. So my first pick uh, for handguns is I'm going, um, I'm going basic. I'm going the Glock 19. Um, I'm okay, Joey. We know what your feelings are about this firearm, uh, but it's comfortable, it's tough, and it's reliable. And that's what I need. And uh, MSRP is. Seven hundred and forty-five dollars. And the nice thing about being in the middle of the jungle, theoretically, is that no one will see how ugly your Lego gun is. 
<laughs> well, that's the point. Hopefully, no one sees. Man, the MSRP is brutal. Yeah, that's that's so much more than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But congratulations on uh, getting your pick in on time. Uh, the Glock, anything in the Glock family. Also, I'd like to propose a slight addendum to the rules since we're drafting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say whatever brand we're using, that's the thing that we're taking away. So not model specific, Ooh. but brand specific. That way there's a little bit of challenge involved. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Let's do that. Okay. Then fortunately, I would never touch Glock in a thousand years. So that makes that easy for me. <laughs> um, but. The Glock 19 is used around the world all the time. The parts are available anywhere. Um, so because of that, I think that is a, a perfectly legitimate pick. Even if it's the first overall, it's it's deeply sad. Joey Upper is on the clock. Okay. I don't need the clock. I spit on your clock. You need the Glock. That's what I do, you need. I need neither. <laughs> I am prepared and was immediately prepared. If you will check out the top 10 first beginner handguns, according to me, you will see this on the list. The CZP07 was introduced in 2009 and is wildly popular, partially thanks to the Omega trigger system. It's a part of the CZ family, which uh, you guys know that I love. It is... Uh, the I'm just going to steal right from their website. Uh, the Omega trigger system is a simplification of the CZ-75's hammer ignition method, and they are, uh, the parts are interlocking in nature, allowing full disassembly and reassembly without the need for gunsmithing experience or tools. Um, the P07 got a facelift in 2014, which got rid of some sharp edges and uh, adding forward cocking serrations and interchangeable back straps. It's got metal sights, uh, new trigger and hammer designs, and uh, it is, it's just a really nice, first of all, this is a an EDC option, this is an everyday carry option. There's the PO9, which is bigger. Um, the PO7 has a capacity of 15 rounds, I think that's 15 plus one, um, and the barrel is 3.75 inches. Um, weighs 27.7 ounces, so it's not too heavy. 7.2 inches long, 5.3 inches tall, 1.46 inches thick, which actually is probably a little thick for me in terms of uh, concealed carry mm-hmm. ability. Uh, but this is a semi-compact handgun from one of the best firearms manufacturers in the world that can go anywhere and do just fine. So I'm going to take the opportunity to open up CZ right now. We're busting out CZ and Glock. They're removed from contention mm-hmm. for the rest of the draft. And according to the CZUSA.com website, the MSRP on that firearm is 585 $585, which means not only have I removed the best brand in the world from Drew's Clutches. I am saving up that Skrilla for the rest of this draft. Skrilla. Skrilla. Cool deal. So, Joey, it is your turn once again. Oh, crap. I might actually have to take time this time. (laughs) Insert some sort of not Jeopardy, legally safe jingle Mm -hmm. here. Um, I'll give you a second while I clarify the reason that my Glock 19 was had an MSRP of $745. 
Was it some sort of souped-up Glock 19? Oh, it's a, a Gen 5 model. Okay. Um, so it's, you know, one of the new models. Yep. Um, so that was too bad for, for you. Yeah, no. Too bad for you. What's the second round? Is it rifles? Rifles. Rifles. All right. Let it begin. All right, you're going. I'm furiously duck, duck, going. I don't Google anymore. I duck, duck, go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Intriguing. Intriguing stuff. Now, I don't anticipate any trades happening. I don't think I had anything in the rules about that. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Maybe next year for uh, next year's iteration, we'll like incorporate drafts. Absolutely. I think it'd be dope if we could get you know a couple people involved with this and we can make it like a bigger thing. Yeah, that would be really fun. Um. Well, while Joey's looking that up, I will just blabber on. Uh, currently, right now, we're recording this, I think, on the 16th of March. March Madness time is upon us. I'm curious, who'd you have winning it all? Me? Um, I was going with an underdog. I was going with Arkansas. Um, they're like a fourth seed, I want to say, from the West. Um, I don't know. That's just how I had things falling. Uh, currently, we are at a minute 12 seconds. No! Oh, this is fr- this is a lot harder than I thought it would be. Uh, Should have looked at the show notes. Should have looked at the show notes. You'll never make that uh, mistake again. Okay, here we go. I'm in. All right, pick is in. We are going to be going with the Ruger American Rifle Hunter. Um, there's a lot of different cartridges in this, and they have different... Oh, no, they don't. They have the same MSRP, I think. So I'm not going to accidentally mess us up on that front. I'm going to go with the uh, Ruger American Rifle Hunter in uh, 6.5 Creedmoor. Mm. Um, This particular firearm uh, has a capacity of i think it comes with a five round mag i think you can get bigger ones i know for my ruger american ranch that is the case i would assume it's probably the case here this has a short action stock featuring a featuring a fully adjustable length of pull um it has an adjustable trigger and the ruger triggers slap people they are so good um they come with a picatinny scope base and uh, with that scope base, of course, you can add just about any optic you want. Um, I will probably add an optic budget in here that I won't take out um, for anything else, just to be fair. Um, it includes one Magpul P Mag 5.762 AC magazine uh, for reliable detachable box magazine compatibility, which means I'm going to check right now. Um, 7.62 AC mag. Let me see if I can get a bigger one. Oh, I totally can. Okay. You can put a 10 rounder on here. There might be bigger. I'm going to say that the 10 rounder is fine. This is a bolt action rifle. 
uh, and Clay, this I didn't clarify. This is a a long distance uh, shooter. This is one of their better firearms. In this, I'm just assuming that uh, a bolt action rifle is going to get done whatever I need to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got uh, it overall length is about forty one point two five inches. Uh, weighs about nine pounds, and uh, while its initial capacity is five, I could go out and get some mags that will bring it up to ten plus one, which is totally workable. And uh, yeah, that is definitely a platform I can use comfortably and have a good time. The MSRP on that one is nine hundred and eighty nine dollars. That's a more expensive one, but very worth it to add to my collection uh in fact i'm going to go out there and because it's not really worth anything without any sort of optics to aim with it i'm going to add three hundred dollars uh which is a, a little on the cheap side but i'm doing it to add some sort of uh primary arms optic to the firearm mm-hmm. i'm gonna say i'm gonna put a five times prism scope on there in this hypothetical world which is 329 dollars so i'm going to put 29 extra dollars on there that brings me up to 1903 dollars for my rifle package in 6.5 creedmoor and i have eliminated ruger from contention deal all right um well joey i see what you're doing with the bolt action rifle and i will actually go in the same direction interesting no Uh, auto loading rifles in this draft well there's still time for the wild card so let's not roll it certainly true yes yes um let's see oh and uh this is a really fun game yeah (laughs) i'm having a great time right now i'm glad okay so um my clock is on i see what you're doing with the um bolt action rifle uh, I think I'll go in the same direction. Let's see. All right. Um, I think I know what rifle I want to go with. I'm just trying to find a, um, a scope to go along with it or an optic of some sort. Um, hmm. Um, and Joey had a little bit more flexibility than I did because I went with because I do yoga. Oh yes, do you do yoga? I do not do yoga. Okay. Well, I do one stretch from yoga because my oh. back is made out of cardboard. But yeah, so technically I do yoga. Salute the sun. Um. Well, why you do that? I'll, Fifty seconds left. I'm I'm in my forty-seven seconds right left. Now. Oh my I goodness! The like pressure's that. on. 40 seconds left. All right. Um, okay. So um, I got my pick. I'm going with the Winchester Model 70. Interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's a little bit on the pricier side, at least for me. Uh, it has an MSRP of uh, $1,130. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> but... I'm going with the trusted brand, um, and yeah, the Model 70 is 
pretty famous model. Uh, Familiar with it, yes. Yes. So, um, and then, yeah, I want to go with the 6.5 Creedmoor. Um, have a little bit more. Because you're a butt. filthy copycat. Yes. Um, well, if you looked in the show notes. Listen. You would have seen I had this in the works already. But... Um, don't you don't, don't, don't you go in the show notes. I don't know what now. you're don't talking you, about. Don't you dare. I'm all Son up in of these a show notes. Um No, so um yeah, I just kinda wanted to go with something again that's reliable. Um nothing that's really heavy. I mean it only has a weight of six pounds, twelve ounces. I would probably need to get an extended mag for it, because as it is, it only has a magazine capacity of four. Uh, so right. I would definitely need to get an extended mag on it. Uh, but I'm also going to add a Buckmasters 2 3-9X40 scope. Um, why that one? Well, because... I want to know why. Well, I, why? I, I said... Why? Because it'll fit on the model 70 i know that All right. and also um i didn't think this through too much um but uh currently it's going for i think uh i see 130 whoa not bad yeah i don't know how good it is though so um what was the brand again it's uh buck masters interesting i'm actually not familiar i think that's a good choice though uh it's definitely I mean, wait, Winchester Model 70. Yes. Isn't that a lever action? No. Um, not At least not the featherweight. It's a bolt action. Oh. Well, color me incredibly embarrassed. Oh, I'm thinking of the 64. Ah, uh, okay. Nah. Okay. That, honestly, though, that would have been pretty cool to, like... Like in this imaginary scenario, just being in the jungles of Papa New Guinea with, with, a, with a lever action, yeah. <laughs> going to fight whatever wildlife. I don't know what's in Papua New Guinea, but or in in the uh, nearby sections. But I want to say that's where Zabumafu's from, but that might be Madagascar. I'm not certain. Zabumafu's <laughs> from Papua New Guinea. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> but you can't tell. You don't know for sure. You're I correct. To tell me I'm wrong. That's. Um, that, yeah, yeah, that's technically true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, pretty much that's going to leave or that's going to put me at um, total. That little package is 1,260. So total. That puts me just over $2,000. Ooh, so you got to tighten it up for the last two. Yes, sir. Okay, interesting. All right, it snakes back to you now, doesn't it? Um, Yes, it does, actually. Yes, the All clock right. is back on. All right. Clock's on. Clock's on. Minute 58 seconds. Um, and I know what I'm going to do Minute 55 seconds. I'm going to do... Um, the walls are closing in. Oh, Joey, you son of a gun. A minute and 47 seconds. Um, I'm going with a Mossberg. Man! Um, one, because we just talked about it uh, not long ago. Uh. Um, two, again, famous name, reliable brand. I'm actually going to go with the Mossberg 590 Mariner model. Uh, it's a bit more expensive, but has a capacity 
of 8 plus 1, uh, 20 inch barrel, 7 pounds, so again, you know, not heavy, uh, between my Glock, my uh, Winchester, and my Mossberg. Yeah, I'm looking pretty good as far as weight goes. Yep. Um, and uh, what I like about the Mariner version is, or that model, is that it's it's supposed yeah i've never fired it and i've never tested it around water so i'm i'm of course just going off of (laughs) i'm of course just going off of um you know reviews and everything but supposed to do quite well in wet situations and so if i'm in the jungle i want something that isn't going to be affected too much by that humidity yeah um and you know might even give me the option to uh go all apocalypse now in this scenario but again these um most of these firearms are quite easy to clean everything up dry it out pretty well and get into working shape so yeah i'm going with the mossberg 590 mariner msrp on that is 788 really that's kind of high yeah let's see and that brings me to a total of two thousand seven hundred and ninety three dollars and i'm gonna take away the one gun that could fix it all for you i'm gonna do it don't you do it i'm gonna do it don't you put that evil on me rookie bobby um it's happening okay so before i do that i need to get into shotguns and the filthy unkempt drew poplin has ruined my what would have been my coup de gras which actually was not going to be the 590, but the Mossberg 500 field mm. security combo, uh, which involves a 28-inch barrel and a 18-inch barrel for long and short-range shooting. So I am going to have to counterattack with a firearm that I do not normally dive into. I'm going to have to make use of the Remington 870 Express combo. Um, Same principle. Actually, very similar in concept. I just really like Mossberg, but it's been taken from me. It's a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Uh, This combo has a 26-inch vent rib barrel and a 20-inch barrel, so not quite the same as the Mossberg combo, but certainly workable. And, of course, the idea here is that we can make use of the unbelievably versatile 12-gauge cartridge with uh, options to go both far and close. Uh, We talk a lot about how important shotguns are on the gun rack, and this makes certain that we can use one firearm for two purposes and best of all this firearm its msrp is 473 dollars um hold on i just added 47 instead of 473 plus 473 so i have 624 dollars which I could spend on a great many things, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to. I'm going to take away the one shot Drew has at getting in under budget. I am going to be purchasing a the kind of the last cartridge that has not been properly represented here, and that is going to be the 22 LR. Uh, I am going to purchase the Marlin 22. 
uh, or the Marlin 60, chambered in 22 long rifle. I was going to make it the Ruger 1022, but we already used Ruger. Uh, we knocked that out. And of course, the Marlin 60, while they may not go for about $8 like they used to, they're extremely affordable firearms, incredibly popular, but they're not made right now. So I was not able to go on to Marlin's website and get an MSRP, but I did go on to Gun Critic, who claims that they have the MSRP, and their MSRP is $185.99. Which I'm adding right now. <laughs> um, hold on. And this one eighty five dot nine nine. Um, which brings me to two thousand five hundred and sixty one dollars for ninety nine cents. And in that, I have a twelve gauge shotgun that is adapted for both field and close uh, ranges. I have a precision rifle from a superb company in Ruger. And I have the best handgun manufacturer that has ever existed with CZ. And uh, I have a great platform with them in the P07. So I've got 9mm, I've got 6.5 Creedmoor, I've got 12 gauge, and I've got 22 LR. 6.5 Creedmoor might be a little harder to find than the other ones, but they're all pretty available. And uh, I am excited with my draft of four. And I've got so much money left over, I might go uh, buy another one on top of it. Who knows? Oh, nice. Well. What do you got, nerd? All right. Well, let me start the timer first. All right. Clock is on. Clock's on. So um, that would have been really nice to have. Um, you have $127. <laughs> I don't have much what money. Did, what did you do? Uh, I went for some blue chip prospects. You did. Um, and I... You should have been going that. for blue gun prospects. <laughs> uh, that'd be one way to cut them under budget. Yep. Um, no, so I wanted to just go with some, you know, um, some pretty high-end talent. Um, and, again, in this situation, we're in the jungles of... Uh, Papua New Guinea and um, I don't know I um, let's see minute 10 seconds thank you um, see I see where you're going and I think I think you had a really solid draft um, however the, there is one thing that you're neglecting in this situation one element that should not be underestimated is stealth. Okay. Now, inherently, the problem with any sort of gun you're going to have in this situation, you will have noise. It's true. 30 seconds. But what if you don't have a gun gun? Interesting. My pick is in. It is... The Bear Archery Desire RD Pistol Crossbow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the weakest of all weak sauce. <laughs> all right. So it has a speed of 175 pe uh, feet per second. Oh, my gosh. Has a draw. At, it, at its most powerful, it's half as fast as an airsoft gun. Yes. But it has a draw weight of 60 pounds. Oh, geez. Um. 
it includes a red dot sight. Yeah, you know that's gonna be high quality. Mm. Let's see, it has a forearm grip. Um and um Golly, I dug myself a hole. You um, didn't you done dead, friendo. But once again, you're gonna be getting a very, very quiet weapon. Yep. It only weighs two pounds. That is something, technically. Um and it's been <laughs> according to its website, it's been engineered for top of the line speed, extreme accuracy, and dependability. And dependability. Dependability to do what? Um I No, I'm sticking by it. I'm happy with this pick. Yes. Uh we will win with the players that we have in the famous words of Dick Vermel, former coach of the St. Louis Rams. And I'm uh, improvising a little bit. Desire RD Pistol Crossbow is our quarterback. Wow. Um, so, in total, that leaves me just doing the math. So, between the Glock 19, which was 745, the Model 70, which was um, with the optic on it, so that combined was... $2,005 plus the Mossberg 590 and then an $80 MSRP crossbow has me at $2,873. You monster. Now, uh, I never mentioned uh, what could be done with the rest of the money. I just want to run uh, something by you called exchange rates. Okay. One Papua New Guinea kina equals 0.28 US dollar. Okay. So with my, what is a hundred and oh, that's twenty-seven dollars. Yep. Okay. My one hundred and twenty-seven dollars left over. I will have four hundred and forty-five. Papua New Guinea Kenna that I can use to buy whatever snacks. Yeah, I yeah I mean I figure I'd probably get a little hungry out there on the out there in the jungle. Since I have a pretty decent salary cap left, I'm gonna make some moves. Just so you guys know, with my draft that I did correctly with guns, uh, I had I spent two thousand five hundred sixty one dollars and ninety nine cents. Which leaves me, hold on, two, five, six, one point nine nine equals four thirty eight oh one. You know how many Reaper tactical throwing survivor spears that is? <laughs> Survival spears? As I'll tell you, you want to take a guess? A, a, a couple. Six. I'm going to be bringing with me six Reaper tactical throwing survivor spears strapped to my back which leaves me with a little more than $18 to convert into local currency for snacks I have more spears than you have bolts for your doofus bow uh, you don't know that and also uh, I just want to point out that when I was going over the rules doofus bow I will quote wild card is just 
whatever kind of firearm slash weapon you'd like. I remember, and I remember when you said it, I knew in my heart that it was going to be some nonsense. Mm-hmm. It was going to be like a glue trap. You're like, gotcha. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, my money might have been better spent by getting a bunch of glue traps. Yep. And just like putting <laughs> it around 48 me. 48 mouse traps. <laughs> I won the most dangerous game with glue traps. Yes. Um, so, yeah, tell us what you think. Who do you think won? Um, Who do you think won, and how crazy are we that we don't have any auto-loading rifles in this mix? I don't have a... a that's not true. The Marlin is auto-loading. Mm-hmm. And the Piona, I'm full of it. But my shotgun and my rifle are both manual, so... Yeah, like, looking back, I probably... I probably should have gone with just the Mossberg 500 and yeah. used that extra money to make got me greedy. Uh, go with a... Um, with a AR style firearm. Yeah. If you had not been in a salary crunch and I wasn't out to get you, I would have made my last purchase an SKS of some kind. Mm-hmm. Difficult to find an MSRP on them as their mil SERP, but we would have found something and I'm confident it would have stayed below. Mm-hmm. Well, I think most importantly, this was a lot of fun. <laughs> this was a lot. This was surprising amounts of fun. Uh, hopefully we edit out most of the dead space in sure. this as we frantically tried to find things. But this is might be the most fun I've had making a podcast thus far. So you think you think you want to do this next year? I absolutely want to do this next year. And uh, hopefully we can get some more people involved on. And uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. If you can't wait till next year to uh, learn more about this draft... Maybe you can get involved in something else you might like. Check out sdi.edu for a full list of our programs and courses. We have a full course catalog there for you. We have three programs at SDI available to the public, and two of them are in the School of Farms Technology. Uh, We have an Associate of Science in Farms Technology degree. We have a Certificate in Farms Technology Gunsmithing, and we have a Certificate in Unmanned Technology Aerial Systems. Sonoran Ezra Institute, as you guys know, is an online school that is accredited by the DEAC, as uh, hopefully you guys listen to in the end credits. And uh, we would love to have you be a part of our family. So check us out at sdi.edu for loads of information on how you can further your education today. So that's it for the draft. What do we have for Tales from the Range today? I actually think it's a me thing. Yes, sir. It is a me thing. Uh, let me check them show notes, which I definitely have open. This will be a bit of a sad one, actually. Uh, this is our last ever, well, maybe not ever, but this f- is our last Sig Talk. For those who have been listening, Sig Talk is who we've been taking these Tales from the Range from for the past, I think, two months. Uh, and this is the final one from that forum, yes. which is sad for me because that means I'm going to have to start scouring. You're going to have to actually look again. for stuff? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this one is from Mo Rivera, who we've heard from before. I'm just going to give it straight to you. So here's another one of my brain farts from last year, from just last year. We had a carbine match that consisted of three positions. The first one had a frame to use as cover and then hit various targets from CQB to around 60 yards. Second four targets out at 100 yards at different heights, starting with one at ground level. 
Third, using a car as cover various distances. I thought it would be a good opportunity for to try out a LPVO, that's low power variable optic, on my AR for the first time, uh, one to six power. First run through, we did each position individually timed and stopped to get used to them. Then later, you do all three timed. The second position was essentially this. It shows a graph of the rifle. It says 100 yards as a target, and then there's a rear berm. And he says, which I did from kneeling position on the first run, but felt I could do better prone to really get my cheek well down and search less for the narrow eye box at six times magnification. Didn't really need that for only 100 yards, but again, it's good practice. So second run through, I get to the second position and go prone, really pressing down and the eye box feels good and stable. But for whatever reason, I am not hitting that first target at the ground level. I see some dirt fly up every now and then, but I was nailing it before. So did my scope suddenly lose zero between the first position and this one? I keep trying to find the zero and compensate, but no joy. If I hold over, it's way high and I'm on it. I get nothing. And if I'm on it, I get nothing again some dirt now we have a group of guys who love to bust each other's chops and take every opportunity to do so so i start to hear guys saying you're hitting the berm and i thought it was the guy starting to get on me like i'm missing and hitting the rear berm mind you i'm on the clock and by now i've fired about nine to twelve rounds at this target and nothing so i'm getting a little angry and again you're hitting the berm to which i came close to turning and yelling, no, expletive deleted. I'm hitting the berm, wise other expletive deleted. I'm bleeding money and time out of my expletive deleted here. He's got a potty mouth. He does indeed. (laughs) But then looked downrange outside of my scope and realized what was happening. There are actually two short berms at like 25 and 60 yards out. And because I was zoomed in at six times magnification, I'm not seeing them. I see the target fine, but that scope sight line is just above the shorter berms where the bore line is not. But I couldn't tell because I have tunnel vision through my zoomed-in scope. So the whole time, I'm shooting into the short berm because on this run-through, I went prone right to the deck. No wonder the dust kick-up was taking up the whole frame. The berm they were talking about me hitting was the second short one, like 10 shots. So he shows uh, this graph... And he's got the target in the rear berm as before, but there's two berms in between. And uh, he's nailing the second one because he is smashed on the ground where last time he was on his knee. So then he got to his knees and shot the four targets one after the other quickly. At which point the guys threw their arms up and was like, why didn't you just do that? Started to laugh and I finished up. After ceasefire, we went up and you could see this tunnel I dug right through the short berm that was right on Uh, about an inch in diameter so i was repeatedly right on but into the short berm could you imagine what it would have been if i had turned and cursed everyone out when they were trying to help me poor guy yeah you know mo i just want to say thank you very much you've provided like three or four of the last quality stories yes and, and, like, some graphic design skills a yeah, little bit? Yeah, like, two out of the three he's done have had, like, these They've elaborate Photoshop graphs. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm surprised he doesn't have, like, a 3D model printed out or whatever. Yeah, he probably does. Yeah, but, Mo, thank you very much for your service. And as someone who has to go find more of these stories, which are sometimes difficult to find, I have Indeed. to say thank you for your service, sir. Yeah. Okay, everyone, for now, that is going to be the gun rack. 
Be sure to hop on to sti.edu for more information about our lovely school. And uh, we will see you at the range. Sonoran Desert Institute is an online school accredited by the DEAC. It is headquartered at 1555 West University Drive in Tempe, Arizona. For more information about how you can craft your firearms future, visit sdi.edu.